The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. An estimated 20% of Australians struggle with mental health. And even Christians can sometimes struggle in this area. And the question is, where and how do we get help? Well, thank God his word says that the Lord heals the brokenhearted. And also there are good, strong Christian people out there seeking to help others in this space. And it's our great pleasure today to have a special guest who has got a ministry called Blitz the Blues. And Sue Carlion joins us now. Sue, welcome. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for having me on your program. It's our pleasure, Sue. Sue, can you tell me about Blitz the Blues? What is the story behind that? Yes, I'd love to, Andrew, because it started in a a lovely little Victorian community called Kyneton in 2010. I had been promoting mental health and wellbeing through spiritual insights since 2003. generated considerable interest in what I was promoting as far as mental health and well-being based on 2 Timothy 1.7 that says God has not given us a spirit of fear but one of power, of love and soundness of mind. And when I came across that scripture in 2003, it suddenly gave me something to work on to deal with my own fears that I still had. As much as I was a born-again Christian by then, I'd become born-again when I was 41, but I had a very traumatic background and I was still quite a traumatised person at that point in time. But the idea of um, Blitz the Blues came up. It was to try and bring another arm into the mental health sector because Beyond Blue would not take on the spiritual aspect. I'd actually approached them several years earlier. And I was on the board of directors in Melbourne for a couple of years trying to promote this spiritual aspect. And again, I was up against a brick wall there. So I just felt that God was leading me to move forward independently. Yep. And so it, it began in Kyneton in Victoria. I love it. So what you're saying is you wanted to add a spiritual dimension to the existing resources and supports that are available to people struggling with mental health. Yes, absolutely. And there are many tears to this understanding because I've had many people say to me, oh, I'm not spiritual. But based on 1 Corinthians 15.44, it says, Paul wrote, we have a physical nature and we have a spiritual nature. And as a nurse, I had considered this uh, duality of our being and seen it in so many people I've nursed and cared for. But it was coming across a definition in my medical nursing dictionary that, um, of spiritual distress. And when I read the definition that says it's distress of the human spirit and the causes can be separation from religious 
or cultural ties, severe stress, prolonged suffering, and a number of other uh, reasons. It, it gave me something to hold on to because I was still struggling with a lot of my own childhood issues. Yeah. Even though I had become a born-again Christian as a 30, at 41 years of age, I'm now 71, so I'm, I've been plodding along for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but the more I delved into the spiritual aspect, the more I could see the necessity to bring it into the whole equation of mental health and well-being. Yeah. So I think you raise a really important point that just because we're saved, it doesn't mean that we're totally made whole, does it? It doesn't mean that all of our baggage has been removed. It would be naive to assume that, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. And that's where I've been really blessed, having some wonderful or being involved in some wonderful churches who've had really sound um, biblical talks given by the, the pastor or the minister and one stands out quite profoundly from the Copping Church in southern Tasmania. There was a wonderful preacher who spoke about God being the potter and us being the clay. And as he spoke, I could see myself as this broken vessel, you know, literally broken in so many places, and being put on the potter's wheel and reshaped and remoulded to being made whole and yep. it's like any process the the process of re uh, of creating pottery goes through many phases that's and a wonderful analogy yeah and uh, and yes you're, you're talking i just think of psalm 147 you know he heals the broken heart it's a promise from god yep. isn't it that he heals our broken hearts but like you said just like you got to put the clay on that potter's wheel We've got to put ourselves in the hands of God, haven't we, and say, God, I need your help here. I actually need you to heal my brokenness in my life. Absolutely. And it can be a long and very challenged um, time to reach a point where you know you, you're past the worst and you're, you're on a smooth water, so to speak, as I feel that I thankfully have finally reached. But That's a wonderful without- testimony, Sue. and. That you've reached. Do you mind sharing what sort of trauma did you experience as a young person that that brought the brokenness to your life? Yes, um, my family was very conflicted, and unfortunately, religion played a very big part because my mother was Catholic, my father was Anglican, and uh, when they were married, they my father had to promise to raise his children as Catholics and. So that in itself caused tensions in the family between mum and dad. And we grew up on um, a dairy farm, which was very hard going. My parents were amazing people and I really honour them. I don't want to sort of bag them out at all. But their relationship became very toxic and I seemed to be the scapegoat in a lot of what was going on in the family. Uh, Plus, my father was a very strict disciplinarian, and he he was a good man, but I think he took on too faithfully, spare the rod and spoil the child. And so I ended up a very 
disempowered child through the trauma I'd experienced and and there was unfortunately abuse. So it set me up for failure and it was only in coming to know Jesus Christ and a relationship with God and a healing power of God's spirit through Jesus that set me on this course of being made whole. Wonderful. Wonderful. Such a, so, a good testimony, Sue. And if I could add, Andrew, one of the, the great sadnesses about um, child abuse is that it generates enormous anger and a sense of injustice. And so it's also a matter of forgiving the perpetrator, learning to forgive, which is a really vital part in our healing. Yeah, absolutely. And did you reach a point where you had to really forgive your dad for the childhood trauma you suffered? Yes, absolutely, and my mother, unfortunately. Can I ask, uh, if someone just came to you cold today and said, Sue, I'm already a Christian, but I want to be made whole, what are the two things you would share, Sue? I think I'd encourage the person to think where they truly are in their relationship with God and where they place God and Jesus in their lives because based on the two new commandments uh, Matthew 22 Jesus said love God first with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself and many of us come through unfortunately not knowing how to love ourselves not knowing how to love God until we come to know Jesus and certainly not being able to deal with difficult people if we're uh, carrying our own baggage. So I would really suggest that they consider their spiritual nature and the fruit of the spirit that should that is within all of us innately and where they are on the, the spectrum of as far as the Strength as a fruit of the spirit in their life, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yep. And coming across that scripture in Galatians five has also helped me enormously to to find sort of balance and a way forward in dealing with the issues that I've had to contend with. Wonderful. Well, Sue, tomorrow is World Mental Health Day, the 10th of October, and you're doing a forum, aren't you? So tell us about the forum that you're going to be doing tomorrow on World Mental Health Day. Yes, um, I'm holding it at the Kingston Hub between 6.30 and 8.00, and it's to help people understand the spiritual nature we have and how it ties in with our mental health and well-being and the significance of relationships. And I have um, Ruth Parson, who is the field officer for GROW here in Tasmania. And GROW is a mental health program that was first established in Sydney. And hopefully, you know, there'll be a good number of people who will be encouraged to come along to hear about a way forward in addressing mental health from a more holistic perspective. Yeah, I love it. And so if you live anywhere near Kingston in Tasmania, that's 6.30 p.m. 
on World Mental Health Day, which is tomorrow. And also, so you've got, for those of us who don't live in Tasmania, you've got a website called blitztheblues.com. I encourage everyone to get on that website. It could be your first step in seeking help. And Sue, well done on what you're doing. You're addressing such a need in our society today, people dealing with trauma and mental health. And I just want to thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you, Andrew, for giving me the opportunity to do this. I really appreciate it. And I do thank God for Vision Christian Radio because it's become a, a really important lifeline for me to continue to press on. And I've felt so encouraged since I connected with Vision Christian Radio in February of this year. It's just been wonderful. I feel as if I do belong to a community. I do belong to a Christian family and I just find it wonderful. So thank you and thank you to all your colleagues. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.